0: On this episode of Money With Friends, remember when we used to travel for fun? Should you rebook or just give it all up and cancel? It is Monday, December 21st. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money With Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: And coming to you from Texarkana, Texas, where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihi.
0: Here on Money with Friends, we usually we talk about the latest personal finance headlines. We get your input from our audience, and then we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own.
1: What a wild year it was for travel, or lack of travel, for most of us. Did you get on a plane after March of last year? Nope.
0: Came back from, actually I was with you in Orlando and uh, we went to a conference together, came back and that was it.
1: I'm surprised because that conference happened, what? Two weeks before everything shut down, Bobby? I'm surprised. I don't
0: know, I would say days.
1: Based on the um, reports from the organizers, Nobody, nobody, nobody got it. I remember they had sanitizer all over the place. People were trying not to shake hands, which was funny because I would say they were about two thirds effective. There was a third of the time where you just instinctively reached out your hand and shook and then you went, oops. Yeah, there we go. So not very careful, everybody staying close to each other. And yet nobody got, nobody reportedly got COVID then. But um, but yeah, I had to fly. I flew uh, 3 times, maybe 4 times, and that was ugly. Every time he got on a plane, uh, not 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 fun. But, the but question you canceled is, a lot
0: of trips or postponed. I don't know, did you cancel or did you rebook?
1: Well, um, yeah, I had I had one big trip to Japan that that was uh, that was canceled and we took the money and thought we were going to use that to go to Bali here in December. I was going to be reporting live from Bali right now, not happening, obviously. (laughs) Um, So we canceled that one as well. And now we're looking at uh, October of next year, but you too, you had trips canceled.
0: We had a lot canceled. Well, my son was going on a service trip to New Orleans and the day before they canceled it and uh, we got no money back and I don't know that we ever will. Um, In theory, the travel company, in theory, will give us a credit for some of it, but I don't know that they'll be in business, and the airline was being very difficult, but then eventually said they would give a refund, but I haven't seen any money yet. The school is dealing with that, and um, we had a trip right when he got back uh, to go to visit my dad and stepmother in Palm Springs, and that's been indefinitely postponed
1: this is a huge issue for 2021 of course was a huge issue in 2020 we have a piece coming from the new york times about this that we'll review today let's see which one of our friends can help us kick off our discussion
0: this is bethany from the money mill house friends check money check friends with money let's do this So this piece was written by Sarah Fershine in the New York Times. The title, The Endless Debate, Cancel or Rebook, would-be travelers this year have spent Hours on hold, learning the ins and outs of refund policies. And it talks about the fact that um, a survey of a thousand United States consumers by Suzy, which is a market research firm, 60% of respondents said they have canceled at least one trip because of COVID 19. And at Hostiva, a vacation rental company, around 22% of bookings were canceled from February through mid November. Um, and since March, you know, there's just been a ton of cancellation, sometimes with little notice because of the rising infection rates, the travel restrictions, and of course, you know the state and local rules i mean that's the thing we've had a period of time joe where certain states were not allowing people from other states to come into their state so we had this whole thing going on where you didn't know where you could even go um it got really complicated
1: it's it's so frustrating looking at how complicated it is and it's complicated by two things i mean number one is some of these companies really don't want to part with your money right and um, and and who knows especially for some of the smaller companies how able they're able to do this but also it has been a a fluid situation where they thought hey we'll just push this six months like to your point earlier but what's the what's you know if if we can push this six months everybody wins it's fine and we'll just hold on and yet six months comes and we're still here and then nine months comes and we're still here so incredibly difficult what do you do
0: It's very difficult. We had a big family trip planned to Israel and that was just canceled completely. Um, And I don't know that it'll be rescheduled in the same way. I don't know when we'll get out to California at this point because California, as we record this, is under extremely heavy restrictions. And I'm just happy that my dad and stepmom are at a house isolated um, because they're older. So a lot of this remains unknown. The question that this piece really brings up is, Should you? Rebook, which is sort of the optimist way, or should you just should you just try to get a refund? But not everyone can get a refund. I mean, that's the tricky thing: is that a lot of the airlines are pushing back, a lot of places are pushing back, and frankly, certainly at the beginning, a lot of places refused to give refunds, and that's a tricky thing because if you do sign these agreements and you don't have travel insurance, and of course, travel insurance may or may not cover this anyway, you don't have a lot of recourse. And if you're dealing with a small business and you signed something that said it's non-refundable and you were going two days later and you can't go, they might keep the money. And I don't know that you really do have recourse.
1: That's the, as I, as I read through this piece, I, I thought, that there's no year like this year to get intimate with with what the rebooking policies are for these trips. So there's this woman, Wendy Patrick that they talked to uh, deep in, in the article, she, uh, got a voucher was told it was a one-time change from American airlines, which had canceled her in, uh, in May, a couple months later, things look a little better. So she went to rebook it for November of course that didn't happen so she got the one time change again it was told one time she could use it to change again so they they lifted the restriction the airline did but then she found out again that for may 2021 she has another uh, another chance. She thought that the second time she wasn't going to, that they were just going to tell her, no, she doesn't get her money back. But she said that, that some companies, this particular, this was American airlines, actually, she said, uh, was great about canceling it quickly. And I think that you kind of have to go in with that, with that feeling that these companies don't want the negative repercussions of not working with you. And, um, and it's this is a time when social media, I think, in outing those companies that don't want to work with you pays pays some dividends.
0: Absolutely, especially the bigger companies and, and including the companies that want and need government bailouts. We talk about the airlines who's transporting this vaccine right now. The airlines, a lot of them. We want them to stay in business. They are part of our infrastructure. Of course, as with every business, some, some go up, some go down. That's the natural progression of capitalism. But it's not their fault either. And so we wanna work with them to our all all of our mutual benefit. For the small businesses, that gets really tricky. Uh, my son, as I said, had this, this trip planned through this small um, travel company, relatively small in New Orleans. And they, in theory, gave a credit. At first they wanted to give a 50% credit and we were gonna have to pay another 50% for the kids to go this year, which again is not gonna happen this March, obviously. Um, and then they finally came around to give a full credit But I don't even know when that is happening. So, you know, because you kind of miss the age. It's, you know, it was a sixth grade trip. So I I frankly don't even know if they'll be in business. And to go after them, well, what's the point? I mean, they just had their whole business ripped out from under them. So I don't know even how they can afford to just do, to give a full credit. So it's just, it depends who you're dealing with. And I think all of us have to have some empathy for whoever's on the other side of the phone.
1: There's, there's this, um, There's one level of frustration with, uh, you know, vacations and family trips and family planning, you know, business planning and essential travel for business, I think is even is is super difficult i mean and i'll use a personal example we're trying to i have a book coming out next fall that um we're trying to plan a big tour of the stacking benjamin show for the fall between meetups and live shows so we're looking at 25 cities to go to that's in september bobby september it seems to be kind of the who the hell knows Is that gonna happen? Is that not gonna happen? Do we what what are we safe to plan now? What what should we wait for? And, And it's funny because to some degree, to some degree, as we're starting to make the early, early bookings and plan the calendar early, planning early is working in our favor because of the fact that we're getting these great terms. Out of providers, terms that they normally wouldn't give, because we're we're telling them, listen, if COVID's still around, then we don't want to come. And by and large, the early providers we're talking to are like, "Yep, hey, 100% cancellation, no problem." Once again, we have to look at the size of the company and think about whether they're going to be here or not, but we've gotten some great terms by making sure, but we had to go in asking for good terms, right? We we couldn't go with the standard operating procedure because who the hell knows what's happening next.
0: Exactly. So your, well, your risk is really limited because they're they're forced to be so flexible just to get you on their calendar. But absolutely, that's true. But I do think if the vaccine works and things retur- return to normal, uh, which I hate that phrase these days, but if that happens, I think people will be really excited to go to live events and, and just be social again. I think uh, people, people will really be enthusiastic.
1: Yeah, it, it, the the interesting thing is people are talking now, Sarah's hanging out with us and said, uh, they're flying in January and the ticket was super cheap, new booking on Delta. I went and looked at flights yesterday and flights are incredibly cheap right now. So do you, do you book those? And I think maybe we'll leave that for our takeaway. Because I think our takeaway will have a lot to do with whether you book that cheap, at least mine will, will have a lot to do with whether you book that cheap flight or not. In just a second, Bobby and I will have our takeaway from today's discussion on do you book, do you rebook, do you cancel your plans during 2021, especially the early part? First, I want to say a big thanks to everybody who used our link when they went and checked out uh, the, the place that I go for health and nutrition experts. It's called MetPro, MetPro, is short for metabolic profiling. I have a coach, I use their concierge service. My coach is Jesse. Jesse's a pain in the ass. Um, What I really like about Jesse is that she puts the decision-making on me. Number one, she's a teacher. She's taught me over the course of the last year and two months about what different food does as a fuel. And what's been interesting, Bobby, is that initially I got used to the pattern of my metabolism and MetPro will teach you very quickly to track your metabolism and understand what different foods do to you because we're all different as we have different body builds. And um, and I realized that I could eat a donut on Saturday and I could shed any negative repercussions of that by Monday afternoon, probably. And initially, that was my MO. I go, okay, cool. I can go ahead and have this donut and I'll do it. But you know what I found out since then? And this is this continuing education of Joe with Jesse and the MetPro team about how this works. Sure, I'll shed the pounds. But when I put crap into my body on Saturday... I am so suboptimal at a time when I wanna be having fun with my family. Instead, I feel tired, I feel sluggish, I wanna take a nap, I don't work out like I should, and I just feel awful. And I've learned more that I don't want the donut, like I used to want the donut. Uh, You can do one of two things. You can work with their concierge service or they have a new app where you get all of the tools, but for a fraction of the price of the concierge. So if you're like me and you need that push of a real person, MetPro brings that. But if you're somebody that needs tools that aren't based on fad diets, uh, MetPro's app is definitely the way to look. So. If you're looking for a high-touch experience working with a metabolic expert or you want to access the tools their industry-leading coaches use, visit metpro.co. It's not .com. It's .co. Metpro.co slash MWF to take their assessment and speak with their team to learn which option is best for you. By the way, our Money With Friends friends will get one month free when they sign up. Either way, head to metpro.co forward slash MWF to take advantage of the opportunity. Good time to do it, by the way. Uh, Angelo, I said this on Saturday show, Angelo Poli, the founder of MetPro, he's worked with people like Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He's worked with a lot of celebrities. Uh, he um, he said the average person gains seven to 12 pounds during the holiday season from Thanksgiving through New Year's, seven to 12 pounds.
0: Joe, I All didn't I, know you have been spying on me.
1: <laughs> last, last year I stayed flat which was amazing. All right. What is our takeaway from today's piece, Bobby?
0: I think, you know, get cash when you can. I regret not pushing to get cash with this airline tickets in the spring because I thought I would use them. But so far, you know, now it's like a homework assignment because I got to make sure to keep track of the uh, credits that I have. And I'd rather just have less to do. So get cash when you can.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think this is the time, this is the time to know what the, what the, um, what the fine print says before you go in any travel you're going to do, know your fine print. And I wouldn't just ask a person. I would have that in writing. Um, usually Bobby, I'm the kind of person I feel very comfortable asking the representative, but not now. Now when you're going to put some serious money on the line for a trip, Even though flights are discounted though, before I do anything, I want to know how easy it is to back out.
0: Absolutely. And just be really safe if you do choose to fly.
1: Ah, people can help us make the show, Bobby, as tomorrow you and David Bach are going to be here front and center. How do people help with that one?
0: Stay close to our Instagram at moneyfriendspod in the stories. We put up questions and polls and quizzes that you can be part of and maybe get a shout out on the show. You can also learn more about the show at moneywithfriendspodcast.com. We feature all of our thought leaders and collaborators and you can learn more about them and all of their various projects. Thanks
1: to everybody for hanging out with us again as we head into our last week of live shows for 2020. She's Bobby, I'm Joe. We'll see you next time back here at Money with Friends. Bye-bye. The show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihi and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020.
0: For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at Money Friends Pod on both Instagram and Twitter, Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're
1: well worth following, we promise. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe.
0: We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends.